Welcome to another episode of Arena Games Triathlon Shorts, powered by Zwift, and it is episode three, and we move out of the UK, and now we're in sunny Girona, and I'm speaking to, well, you might debate this, but I'm going to say the new 70.3 world record holder, Martin Van Riel. Uh, I guess it's a relative term, Martin, in terms of world records, but it was quick, and what a start to the season for you, mate. Two from two in 70.3s, you must be flying at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Opening uh, opening the season uh, with a result like this, I can be can be more happy. And if it's a world record or not, it doesn't really matter. It was uh, about crossing the finish line first, and I'm super happy to have done that. It does matter, man. Don't say it doesn't matter. The other one, what was it, Christian? It was a bit short on the bike. I know that you've said about this on Instagram. I would just claim it. Just claim it, man. Just ring Christian and say, come on, man, you're done. You're out. Uh, I I for sure don't think that Christian's done, but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll claim it. Then I guess I'll claim it. World record holder doesn't sound too bad. Well, see, Christian's year was twenty twenty one, where he won absolutely everything. And could this potentially be the year of Martin Van Riel? Why not? Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I hope I hope so. I had a really good winter, so I'm uh, I'm prepared to go for it, and I'm very happy that uh, Christian is uh, sharing sharing uh, with us now. Uh, and not just taking everything like he did last year. Yeah, it's about time he started sharing again. He, he'll he'll build back up for Paris. And and for you, I guess I know Paris is probably calling you, but I guess this will be maybe your last Olympic cycle. And, and then given your success over the middle distance, are we looking at Hawaii next? Is, is that the plan anyway? Paris, then we move long? Yeah, so yeah, for me, it's the plan to um, to um, do now some short course racing for the next uh, three years still. Um, but I'm going to try to already build slowly up so that the, the move to long distance is going to be, yeah, not too big. So that after Paris, I can hopefully immediately um, go for good results on the, on the Ironman distance races. So... Let me put this to you, and I know you've already answered this on your Instagram Q&A, which was very revealing, and we'll get to that later, but where have you gone? You know this is on video, right? You can't just disappear in the middle of, oh, there he is, right. He's Putting back. my charger in, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to choose Paris 2024 gold medal, Hawaii 2025 world champion, which one? Um, yeah, that's a very difficult one. And I think my, my answer is going to change like every, every week, if you ask me, uh, but right now still on the high of the, doing the 70.3, I'm, I'm going to say Hawaii. I, I think that's, uh, specific to our sport, maybe the highest you can, uh, you can, you can reach, um, and like, yeah, Olympic medals, obviously that's, that's super, super big as well, but, uh, but even inside a country like uh, like Belgium, which is really small, there is always multiple uh, multiple medalists uh, every every four years, and uh, yeah, the, yeah, it's very hard. The easiest would be if I don't have to uh, choose, and I, I can take both. But uh... <laughs> that's the right answer, right? There's plenty of time. You can have both. That's that's exactly what we need to go. To. But then I'm looking at this right, and we're obviously talking about Olympic distance, and then we're talking about the Ironman distance, and then, but let's not forget that you're going from 70.3 miles to less than 70.3 minutes in a few weeks where 
you come back to arena games, which cannot be shorter and sharper. There is no shorter racing and, and in a lot of ways harder racing than, than um, Super League arena games and in the championship. You're two from two in arena games as well. So you've got a target on your back on this one. Are you ready for that? Yeah, for sure. I think I, I can't play the the underdog for the arena games. Like I try to to play a little bit uh, in Dubai now. Um, so for sure, the other people will be looking at me, but I'm confident that I can uh, um, go down in the distance now and and get ready for some super sharp action. And I think it's it's a perfect um, yeah perfect to to really get like my short course season going in maybe the yeah the sharpest and, and fastest format there is, and that is arena games. So I'm super excited to to go there. But for sure, everyone will be will be looking at me this year. What what did you what were you expecting when you rocked up to the first one? Because you know, for people who don't know, it's a mixture of Zwift and real life racing. So it's a pool swim and then uh, a turbo trainer, the tax turbo trainer, and then the the treadmill. And it, when we made it up, we just we didn't even know whether it would work or not, right? And it, and there was a lot that could go wrong. Someone could kick a plug out. Anything could happen. And it came off really well. Obviously, now it's a world championship. When you came into it, and it wasn't the first one we had, what were you expecting? Were you and was it like what you expected? Um, well, so, so I had done the normal Super League uh, style racing before, which I really, really love. Like I love those sharp formats, and I think yeah, Super League is really good at uh, the, the strongest athlete overall comes out on top usually. Um, so that's why I, I wanted to be really part of the arena games. But I have to say that uh, if, if you were one of the ones thinking of it, it's uh, maybe a little bit a sadistic uh, <laughs> thing. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's I, for, for sure, I think it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And especially running on that treadmill, uh, like the, the, the self-powered one, it's, it's incredibly hard, especially after you've swum and, and biked already. Um, so it's it's maybe the most painful race I've ever done, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a super cool concept, and I'm I'm kind of into e racing, and I'm I'm really looking forward to see where um, where it's gonna place itself in in the in the next years because I think for sure um, that's that's uh, one of the things that is possibly uh, the future. I, I know that I know that you you know you always pull out the bike as your favorite leg. It's obviously it's your best leg. It's your strength in a lot of ways. Um, riding on Zwift, completely different vibe uh, than in real life, and it takes a real certain skill set. So instead of you know tucking in, if you would be in a Olympic distance race, looking around you, having the chance to do that, it gets away from you so quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Zwift, it's 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 a it's a different dynamic. It actually kind of mimics uh, real life racing pretty well, but. I think it's 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 maybe even a little bit harder where you you almost can uh, um, hold your legs still. You can never stop pedaling, um, and that's what makes it, it it even harder. But I think I have quite a lot of experience on Zwift, so that really came in handy last year. So I I hope uh, some of the others didn't uh, didn't put in too much practice, and I still have a little bit of a, of an advantage. Now you said just before we started this that you think that you have the highest Zwift level of all ITU athletes. Now, what what level is that? Keeping in mind that you're speaking right now to a lot of Zwift diehards. <laughs> yeah, so for the diehards, that's maybe still quite low. So I'm uh, level 45. But yeah, if if you're an ITU athlete and you're higher, 
send me a message and uh, and and we can battle it out but uh yeah no 45 but yeah you have to take into account that i moved to spain for better conditions so um so i don't have to ride indoors too much but uh, i think a 45 is uh, is respectable that sounds like an excuse that you moved to girona <laughs> Don't, don't be like that. Don't be bashful. 45 is very good. I've been on there for like five years. I'm at level 25. Okay. But also, I'm like 90 kilos. So it's very not fun for me to be on Zwift. You are what, 64 kilos or something, I reckon? No, no, no. I'm, I think I'm 60, well, now 67, 68. So uh, oh, might be, it might be one or two kilos more than last year. But. Uh... Yeah, oh, mate, put the burgers down. You're at 68. What's wrong with you? I'm worried for your heart. Tell, okay, let's go back to the Olympics. Tell us about your experience, right? Because you were just so close to, to an Olympic medal, man. Sixth in Rio, fourth. And then I looked back and I, I went onto the World Triathlon website and I had a look at all your results and I'm like, just win a WTCS race, man. What? What is all this second, fourth, fifth, third? Man, what's going on? Like you're so you're, you're so close. No wonder you want to go to Paris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know, I don't know what went wrong, but uh, yeah, I think at these Olympics, I can just say that there was uh, three guys that were were stronger, especially on the run. Uh, it was not that it was super close. So um, so yeah, Hayden, Alex, and um, Christian Blumenfeld, they 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 were worthy uh, medal winners, but. Obviously, it still hurts uh, a little bit to come forth. Like it's it's not the place you want to get. Um, but yeah, I think I'm a very complete athlete. Uh, but to really win the medals, I'm gonna have to step up my run. Maybe um, maybe another uh, another level to uh, to really compete. And that's that's what I hope uh, to do in this Olympic cycle. Yeah, well, it might hurt for you being fourth, and I know it does, but. Mate, fourth in the Olympic Games, I think, is absolutely unbelievable and you should be extremely proud of yourself to be in the top six, two, two cycles in a row, especially when there was five years in between. And then no doubt you'll add another top 10 in Paris and hopefully pick up that medal. But let's, I mean, and I guess that brings me to, oh, Super League Triathlon because the most famous photo of the whole month was you getting pipped by a nose from Yi in Malibu. But how about that? That month in general, it was um, it was a really full-on month from where I was sitting. Anyway, especially considering you just come off the Olympics, how was it for you? Well, for me, it didn't start super well because I I had COVID and I missed uh, the first race. So basically, I, I threw out all the races. So I, I missed the first race. I did the other three. Uh, throughout all the races, I was kind of still building momentum again because. Um, yeah, the first week I was still not 100%. Uh, and then the last two races, I was starting to feel uh, like myself again. And then, yeah, it could have ended super well for me. But uh, but Alex, you really wanted that win maybe a little bit more than me. Uh, and uh, yeah, but I was super happy and, and it was an incredible month. And I, I hope to, uh, to do it again, but then 100% healthy. When you look back, and I mean, have you been watching the Every Second Counts documentary? They just dropped the last uh, episode. Um, it's a really good insight into into the traveling circus, I suppose, of what Super League is about. And it, and it shows as well that if you're not at 100%, you can just get spat out really, really fast. Yeah, that's it. I, I've been I've been watching the documentary and I, I really love it. Like, it's, it's really cool to... 
yeah, I mean, I know all the guys, obviously, but uh, but it's really cool to show a little bit more of, of our personalities and a, bit, a little bit more behind the scenes content for uh, for the fans, so they can really yeah, connect a bit more with with their favorite athletes um, because we don't get like uh, huge platforms very often. So that's why uh, why this is it's a super cool opportunity. Um, and yeah, it's 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 really nice to to look back on that month uh, on that month. What is it? What is it? How has it improved you? I suppose as an athlete, being in the Super League, you know, arena games as well as as a championship. Because what we see, what I tend to see, is that when athletes go, even go to a seventy point three, or they go to Olympic distance racing, they're just a little bit sharper in transition. They just have that little one percenters sort of nailed down a bit more because they have or they're forced to through Super League racing. And that's why we see guys that do Super League end up, you know, sweeping the top five of the of the Olympics. I mean, do you think that's fair? And do you think that also that, that it's improved you as an athlete with those little things that can sometimes slip away because you can make up for them later in other races? Yeah, for sure. I think so. Uh, like we said in the beginning, it's it's the maybe the, the furthest spectrum of like fast uh, fast triathlon. Um, and I think that's really something that really helps you in all other distances going longer. Like you're not allowed to make any mistakes. You have to be super quick in transition. You have to uh, dial in all the little things. And obviously you need, uh, you need speed um, and getting endurance. It's always easier than getting speed. So it's, it's easier to work from the short distance up to the long than from the long to the short. And um yeah, like, like in Dubai as well, I, I actually d- made the difference in transition with Daniel Bakagar. Um, I, I took 15 seconds in a transition and basically he never got the chance to to be in the running race with me. Um, and I think that's that's for a part because of uh, yeah Super League and that experience that I have with uh, racing the super sharp format. And Zwift racing as well, do you do much Zwift racing or are you just, ro- are you just riding for your level, right? Because you're at level 45. And by the way, you said 44 before we went on here, so you've bumped it up an extra level. So I'm going to go and check actually on the companion app and see what you're actually at. But Zwift racing, like from my experience, it's just disgusting in the first 30 seconds because everyone wants to push 600 watts for the first five minutes and then I just, I'm die. Like I will just die after that. Like there's no coming back from that. Do, when you, do you use it for racing or do you do structured workouts or do you use the data? I mean, how do you use the platform? Um, I use it a little bit for everything. First, first off, I want to say I hope I'm not level forty three now, but <laughs> but um, I I use it a little bit for everything. To be honest, um, I mean now that that uh, racing it's it's fully back. I'm not doing very much uh, competitions anymore. Like I I what I really enjoy doing still it's uh it's like Grand Fondo, so like longer events, which is uh which is good training. And also competitive because I do get very competitive when I join uh, when I join any kind of, of, of rides or workouts or races. Um, but yeah, I, I actually used it a lot um, a lot when there was the the Swift Pro Tri series. I was always keen to compete. Um, um, so yeah, I've 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 done a little bit of everything on the platform, and I think it's again it's also a great character builder because if you are racing at home on your turbo. There is no like giving up. Giving up is very easy. You can just step off your turbo trainer and call it a day if that's you're not true. if you're not feeling well. So, so that's the thing. Like, no, you have to 
stay on it, keep going, keep pushing. And uh, yeah, the only one that you have to do it for is yourself. So um, it's really char- character building racing and, and probably one of the toughest things. Yeah, level 44, is that you? Well, but it, I, just just an inch away from 45. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but that's an important inch, okay? That's true. The last inch is always the most important, my friend. <laughs> we all know that. Um, that's what she said, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I was implying, but then you've really, you've really brought it into the, into the <laughs> front and center there. Thanks very much. You have traveled 15,500 kilometers and you've burned 1,049 slices of pizza, so well done. And your elevation, you've done 200 kilometers of elevation. You just ticked over. Congratulations. <laughs> Did you know also that there's, there's six Martin Van Reels and they're all from Belgium? Um, I think you've got a few, you've got a few imposters. Man. Yeah, yeah, that must be. That must be, yeah. And they're all they've all put their age down as twenty nine. Really? Yes. Yeah. One of them's got seventy followers, man. People are trying to people are trying to be you on Zwift. <laughs> That's the ultimate form of flattery. You should be it's, proud yeah. of that. No, it's no one wants to be me, man. No <laughs> I I hope no they one. all have a they all have an FTP above uh, three hundred at least, so they can uh, proudly represent yeah. proudly represent the uh, Martin Van Real brand. They're doing great, man. They're doing, they're doing great. What is your FTP? Uh, it's about three hundred and eighty. I think it's three hundred and seventy-eight. <laughs> three hundred and seventy-eight. Yeah. Ah, oh, and you're thirty kilos lighter than me. Oh, okay, that's really. Let's not go down that uh, line anymore. Uh, no interest in that. What about rest of the season? What's your 2022 goals? Let's talk about that. Where where you at? I know you're going to do Arena Games in Munich, then you're going to miss London, and you're going to come to Singapore, which is I can't wait for because it's the first time I'm going to get out of the of Australia for three years. It's been, um, which will be good. And then you go back, and I'm imagining you're going to go to Yokohama the next week and start the WTCS circuit from there. Uh, yeah, correct. So yeah, first the uh, two arena games. I'm having to miss London because uh, I'm I'm gonna go on an altitude camp to the Sierra Nevada uh, to really kickstart the the season in uh, Singapore and Yokohama. Then, uh, so that's a bit unfortunate that I have to miss London because uh, yeah, last year the vibe was really really incredible and like the response to that race was also uh, huge and like yeah. One of the one of the biggest and most positive uh, positive responses I had to any racing, um, and yeah, then then from there on, it's it's uh, World Series racing and um, and uh, yeah, the short course season. So I don't know if I will be doing any other uh, longer distance races anymore this year. It's hard. It's hard to fit it all in because then obviously, and in is the Super League Championship Series later in the year on your radar as well. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, that that's that's gonna be September September filled and maybe some other dates as well. So yeah, this year it's it's very hard to fit uh, more racing in, especially because um, yeah, September Super League. There is also the European Games, which is a, a big goal for me. Uh, and then World Series racing is gonna go until the end of November. So yeah, there is not much uh, not much room to do uh, a lot of. Uh, a lot of different racing outside of the World Series uh, schedule. What do you, what do you call a pass mark? Yeah, first of all, I mean, if you could, I guess, take, if you're going to take, okay, Super League Championship Series win versus WTCS Championship Series win, I mean, what would be the what would be the gold standard of victories for you this year? What do you really want to take out? 
I mean, I, I want to win everywhere I start. But, but, <laughs> no, I, I think my main goal uh, in coming the, the next year is to take a gold medal on the World Series. Uh, because I think if you can do that, you can take a gold medal at the Olympics. Uh, I haven't done it yet. Uh, I actually I also haven't won uh, a Super League series, only the Arena Games. So that's also a step I still want to want to make. And then actually the European Games I just mentioned, it's also a big focus because um, uh, it's most likely actually my last time I will be competing in uh, European Champs or this year the European Games, which is a little bit bigger uh, than the European Champs. Um, so yeah, that's actually also... A, a really big goal to perform there. All right, so let's let's we've got another six minutes, right? So what I'm thinking is I want to know a little bit about Martin Van Riel, the person that we don't already know, right? So I, as I said, I was just I was stalking through your Instagram, and you said, for, "Okay, first kiss, right? Come on, man, seventeen. That is late. <laughs> what were you doing? What are they doing in Belgium? What's happening there?" Not much. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think in general I'm a, I'm a bit of a late late blossomer, I would say. Uh, <laughs> in 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 sports as well. I mean, now I'm I'm only now maybe getting to my full potential, and I'm uh, I'm 29, which is like I mean it's not late, but it's um, there is a lot of younger guys who who are at the world level under 20. Um, so yeah, I, I actually don't know what I was doing, but I do know that I was a very, uh, very small and 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 skinny kid, and uh, yeah, it, it took me a, it took, everything took me a couple of years more. So uh. <laughs> that's cool. That's all right. You know, you know, and then you know, like you obviously you just went through puberty the last few years. That's a big moment for you. That changes everything. And then, look, if there's if you're having changes with your body, you can call me. Let me know. Okay, I can talk you through it. I understand. It's scary yeah, time. I, 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 I hope not. I hope not too much. Yeah, I hope I don't have to change my race weight up again. So uh, I, I hope it's going to kind of stabilize uh, very soon. So Make sure you change it on Zwift. We don't need any weight doping on Zwift. Right? Like you've got to change it. Change. If you put a kilo on, you put it up on the thing. But yeah, yeah. I'll be checking. I'll be checking. Um, what else do we not know about you, man? Like what's your, what's, what do you get into outside of this? Because, you know, like I remember talking to Christian Blumenfeld not that long ago on a podcast and I was like, what do you do outside of triathlon? And he just looked at me like, what do you mean? Like, he doesn't have anything else going on outside of triathlon. And then, and then not long after that, he, he, he messaged me and said, I've got a, a hobby now outside of triathlon. And I was like, awesome, man. What is it? He goes, I make videos of my training. I was like, that does not count. <laughs> That's... That's not a hobby outside of triathlon. That's just more triathlon. What What about you? I mean, I don't know. You've you've switched groups, like training groups and stuff. You're in a new kind of a new environment now. I mean, what, what what's keeping you busy as opposed to before when you're with JFT and and just hanging out with Vince and Yeller and the boys? Uh, well, I have to say that I don't I don't have very much hobbies outside outside of triathlon either. Um, but, Come on, uh, you got something. I know you train forty hours a week. You gotta have something going on. Yeah, but it's not it's not a very specific thing. But I I just love like I just scour the internet for like uh, for like funny facts and and all like I don't know like stories and blah blah blah. Just yeah, I'm I'm really good at filling uh, filling bike rides or or uh, coffee stops with uh, with stories and useless useless little facts. Uh, 
so yeah, that, that's a, that's a bit my thing. I, I like to be uh, also. Uh, I, I like to know a little bit about everything. Um, so I know a lot about all things, but I don't know a lot about anything. That's how I would descri- describe it. <laughs> that's how you got. That's how you sound smart. That's cool. So come on, give us a, give us a few facts. What do you? What tidbits have you raked up off the bottom of the internet in the last few few weeks? Ah. And it's hard to do it on command, but uh, mm. we actually yeah. visited uh, Burj Khalifa, the, the tallest building in the world, um, after the race uh, in in Dubai. Um, and yeah, I I had the good the good uh, little knowledge that this this tower actually at the top it it moves about two meters from left to right. There is like yeah, All there the is a. Well, it's not like a, like a swing, eh? but uh, yeah, a building like that needs a lot of elasticity because otherwise it would, uh, it would break. So it's actually like the engineers fabricate like elasticity in the building. <laughs> it's probably a very boring fact, but, uh, but once you know it, once you know it and you stand there, you could actually feel the building move a little bit under your feet. Oh, so you can get up. It's not just like the spire or whatever, like you can actually be up that high. Yeah, it's, okay. but it's basically the whole building has some sort of a flexibility grade uh, because otherwise it would yeah just snap in two if there would be a, a storm or, or, or uh, whatever. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to just look at it from the ground when I go to Dubai. That's where I'm going to be. Um, but before we do that, we're going to be in Munich on April 9th. Um, and as you said, people are going to be watching you. How are you going to attack it differently, if at all? Um, and how, what, can you bring any tactics to a race like the Arena Games, honestly? Because, or is it just absolutely go at it from the gun, no matter what? Because you know, I've heard like Jess Leamon say, "Oh, I use the swim to recover," and I'm like, "That is so foreign to me. The idea of recovering in the water—that's the worst part of a triathlon." What about you? <laughs> um, well, I can't give away too much of my secrets because the eyes—the eyes are on me. Yeah? No, but um, I think. Um, I think actually what Jess says it's it's a little bit true. So like uh, if if you if you have a good good swim, and especially I think what my strength is, I'm maybe not the fastest if the swim is the first discipline, but if it's if it comes uh, if it comes as a second discipline, if it comes after a run or a bike, that's when uh, when you can really make the difference as a good swimmer. Um, and that's kind of my tactic to to try and really push that swim when we're under fatigue and that's when you can really break uh break the swimmers that are maybe not uh, not as good um but yeah recovering that's that's maybe only for chess <laughs> <laughs> exactly right uh definitely not for me we can't wait to see you uh in the big uh in the big racing unit we can't wait to see super league arena games back we're going to crown a world champion possibly with two wins you could still take the world championship even by not being at the third race, but you have to win twice. Do you think does that does that enter into your head because now it's an official world championship? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I mean, I was very disappointed that I couldn't do London, but I'm very happy that I still have a little shot at the at the title. It's definitely not going to be easy, and uh, the others are not going to make. Uh, go, they are going to go hard on me, so. Um, yeah, but I'm super excited. It's it's definitely giving like an extra dimension to uh, to this this whole racing. So uh, yeah, title on on the grabs, and I'm gonna go all out for it. And I'm I'm not settling for second or fourth. Good, 
Although <laughs> for me, that would be excellent. But for you, you deserve more. So Martin, thank you so much for taking the half hour to join us. Uh, we will see you on the ground, not up high where it's waving around, on the ground in Munich on the 9th of April. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks for the chat.